What's going on, good people? Your man Martinez here, host of Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures podcast and owner of the MMS Media Podcast Network. Listen, I'm here to talk to you about life insurance. That's right, First Family Life Allegiance with my man Sean Blackshear. I want you to know and understand that with life insurance, you can build a legacy for your family. Did you know that? Having life insurance can help you to generate income. And if you have a home, it can help protect your mortgage as well. Now, I know the scripture says that with long life, he will satisfy us and show us his salvation. And if the Lord should tarry, then that means that we will have to go by the way of the grave. Hey, listen, the scripture says that this life is but a vapor. And as you can see, we seem like, you know, these days are going by faster. We might be 75 next week and not even like what, what happened to the time. But listen. On a serious note, you need life insurance. I don't want you to put it off any longer. Life insurance is not about you per se. It's about your family. It's about the ones that you leave behind. You want them taken care of. That's important. You don't want them to set up no GoFundMe's for anything. So I want you to contact life insurance broker Sean Blackshear at 314-374-3412. Give him a call and let life insurance broker Sean Blackshear put together a life insurance plan for you. And let him know that Martinez sent you. Until next time, I'm out. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Rendezvous podcast. This episode is a sex drought. <laughs> it's a sex drought and I hope when you heard that you automatically thought of something that would tie you to that phrase whether it be a literal sex drought sorry married couples if that's your experience my bad hopefully from this conversation there's an opportunity for you to get some freedom and get some peace and for you singles I hope it is not a well let me back up actually I hope it is a sex drought for real in real life but but in the way that we're talking about it, I want you all to sit back and 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 listen to myself and my guests discuss the importance of being quenched in your spirit, the importance of being quenched in your thirst and what it looks like to have a legitimate sex drought in your spirit and why it's important for you to allow yourself to unfold and have some tough conversations so you ain't out here thirsty. Sometimes it's hard to breathe All these thoughts that shout at me Try to bring me to my knees And it's overwhelming Darn as echoes all around Feels like everything is crashing down Still I know where my hope is found And it's only you and who Let me be your melody 
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Ariana Shears, and I have a guest, guys. My guest is none other than, I'm going to say it like this because she's going to blow up, none other than the Candace Graves. Woo! Candace, Candace, Candace! <laughs> so, I am bringing the lovely Candace Graves on for several reasons, y'all. And I'm going to big her up. Usually I have everybody introduce themselves, but I am going to introduce Candace because she deserves an introduction, okay? The Candace Graves, she is an author, y'all. She has a book called From Destruction to Freedom. She's also writing a book right now. We'll keep that on hush hush. She also has released a project recently, which is a poem, a spoken, spoken word piece, y'all entitled Mercy because she's a spoken word artist as well. She's also a dancer and she dances with Point of Surrender here in St. Louis, Missouri. And if you are looking for something to tie you from your journey out of the world and into Christ, please check out her website, www.bornaworship.net. Y'all give a round of applause to my guest, Candace Gray. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I am excited to be here yes thank you for coming i'm so excited to talk y'all just give you a little bit of background um, on how and why candace is even here y'all god works in mysterious ways yes he does and he will connect you to the right people if and when you are available and when you put yourself out there candace tell the people how how from your perspective we got connected so, one, I'm a diehard introvert. <laughs> so working on this project and really just uh, trying to make connections with uh, like-minded people um, to talk about the project. And so I'm like putting myself out there, you know, stepping out on a limb and making those connections, seeing who knows who and a good friend actually knew you <laughs> and um, to connect with you and you to be speaking the exact same language I'm speaking I'm, I'm my jaw drop as you're talking <laughs> and I'm like you saying everything I'm gonna say so like it was just it felt so right and so natural yeah so I was just like you know look at God look he, at be God. he be working uh, you know I just had to take the first step <laughs> right and so y'all I love that she hasn't yet said what her project is so the project is a culmination of stories and actually one of your taglines is real women real stories raw truth yes and this project is called waiting now what Yes. Yes. <laughs> Valid question. Valid question. And so that is what ties us to today's topic. It's a sex drought. And I hope you all are perplexed like, what? How does that tie into waiting? Don't you want it to be a sex drought when you're waiting? No. No, 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 and no. Okay. Right. Just to give you all a little bit of background, if you don't know what a drought is, haven't heard of it, don't know, you're like, I mean, I know the word. I doesn't it mean just when you're like thirsty or there's no water. Correct. A drought is a prolonged absence of a specific thing. Okay. And so today, what we're going to be talking about is the taboo nature of talking about sex church yes talking about sex when you're waiting whether you're in church or not just the taboo nature of why how who what and when because sometimes when you're waiting for sex before for marriage that's what we're talking about waiting to have sex until you're married 
And when you don't necessarily talk about that, you assume that the desires go away. You assume that there is no lust anymore. You assume that your attraction to people may wane. Um, There's just a lot of assumption that just because you've made the decision that I desire to wait to have sex before marriage, that everything goes away. And that it is the exact opposite. 100%. (laughs) Okay, 100%. And so it was important to talk about um, the drought and to use actually the song. The song is entitled Symphony by Switch and it features another artist by the name of Dylan Chase and that song is actually available on all streaming platforms y'all and there's one part in the song that talks about drowning out the voices all around me (laughs) drowning out the voices all around me and it was important to pick this song because sometimes the voices around us that make us feel like life is chaotic are the ones that are supposed to be there helping. Yes. So, Candace, what? <laughs> Y'all, she's over here like Mm-mm. shaking her head, like <laughs> amen and in her soul, okay? Yes. Why does that, why does that resonate with you so much? Man, if I'm just thinking about um, just the, the, even the friends that I had in my life during that time, or even just the voices in my own head. Yeah. First of all, let me start that. The voices in my own head. Literally, were so loud so loud and it's like okay this is with me every day all day I have to I'm either going to respond to it or I have to do something to counteract those voices Mm -hmm. and it was definitely important that I was mindful of who I was hanging with during that time because your friends are an influence as well Mm -hmm. you know I started to get well, I mean, what you, what you want to do that for? Like, mm. what, waiting for what? Are these um, friends that do or don't go to church with you? Tell the truth, do- shame the devil! <laughs> so when I first, you know, decided I'm, I'm going to live for God and do this thing right, you know, there was still that period of washing and cleansing and disconnecting uh, certain relationships. So these were relationships who were not on the same path I was on um, because that was a process, right? Yes, so it, it, it doesn't just happen all overnight. So what I sometimes what we have to do is close your mouth. You don't have to talk about everything to everybody. Starve it. Right? <laughs> so you don't, you don't have to, so you're not getting all those external opinions on top of the voices that are already in your head yeah. already. For me, it was 100% difficult because I had already had sex before. Right. So trying to just be like, okay, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Obviously, within my own flesh, that wasn't possible. Like, yeah. I needed, I, and I even said, like, God, I need you to do this Come because on. um. um because <laughs> I got speed dials, okay? And, and the crazy part is that, like, what do you do when you get that 2 a.m.? Like, oh, no. let's, let's so be gonna real. Go there. Okay, I, come <laughs> on. Come on. You get that you up. Right? We ain't talked in how many months? And, and I'm getting a you up text? It's, it's real, though. Like, yeah. it's real. And I was in a space where... I felt like I had nobody to talk to right. about what I was going through. Right. You know, I felt personally felt like, why does everybody in the church seem perfect? Like, oh. are they not 
Or am I the only one struggling? What? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Let what? them tell. <laughs> Let me not. Not everybody is like that. I'm being comical, and I say that because for real, some. So I have friends who aren't necessarily in church at all, yeah. and then coworkers, you know, yeah. people who know that I am, mm-hmm. and and choose to allow me to be like their sounding board, and they'll ask questions like, "Okay, Ariana, so did you see this pastor talk about this? And do you see them wilding out like this? Can you shed some light?" and you just gotta hey ain't nobody is perfect no, nobody is perfect nobody's perfect and then it makes it seem so unattractive yes. to want to give your life to christ if you see okay so this person is telling me to not do xyz while they're out here doing it yes it yes. makes it tough because now you have to explain okay well they were saying one thing and then doing another and then unfortunately but then that's the point of this episode y'all to to give you clarity to also put out in the open why it's important to be open about what you're struggling with to have the uncomfortable conversation so did you have someone that you eventually felt like you could go and talk to (laughs) i did but this was the thing though this was three years after I got saved. Come on and talk about it. And so you thinking of like, okay, three years of essentially suffering in silence. Yeah. You know, three years of not having that support system. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, God, God sustained me yes. 100% without a doubt. But we do we do women single women a disservice when it's not those supports to deal with those very practical Mm -hmm. situations and practical things we face so three years later I get connected to this uh single woman who's older who's been through what I'm going through who literally I could call and just be me yeah just you know word vomit everything that is literally going through my head and there is no judgment there is support and there was legit like honey I've been there right there was strategy what helped her not saying everything that helped her will work for me but I needed to hear that I needed to hear that it is normal to have those urges. Mm -hmm. It is normal to find um, that young man attractive. Like all of those things were normal. Yes. And the thing is, I felt like, God, what is wrong with me? Why, why, honestly, why am I horny? Why do I want to have sex all the time? What is wrong with me? I literally thought something was wrong with me and it allowed me to be married to condemnation. Come on, that's what we're here for. Married to condemnation. Like, let's talk about that. Yeah. You know, and they talk about, um, we, the people in the church need deliverance too. So Mm -hmm. it was like, (sighs) over and over, just a, never ending yes yes but when I tell you what freedom talking about it if I never would have talked to her it it never clicked as many services I went to it never clicked in my mind Jesus was tempted that's normal that that never clicked in my mind though and the the beautiful part is I and I don't want to put a number on it but there is a large percentage of people who assume because you have acknowledged that it's there yes that you automatically should no longer deal with it (laughs) like as if 
the walk it out phase isn't a thing and that's a whole thing and a half yes <laughs> and it and the crazy part is is like who knows how farther along the the body of christ as a whole would be if we normalized conversations yes. like this one like as soon as you decide this is the thing that i had to realize as soon as i decide that i'm going to do something mm -hmm. There is going to be an, an a prompting, attempting to test my gangster to yes. my yes. Te testing with the capital T. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then when it comes, there was a point where I felt bad for for still desiring yes. to have sex. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm terrible. Yes. Like I'm dreaming about yes. it. Like I'm fantasizing about it all yes. day. Like I'm making plans in my head with people I know I'll never contact. You know, listen, <laughs> listen. This is this is real, and like we have to talk about it because it's normal whether we talk normal. about it or not. Yeah, women are dealing with this whether we talk about it or not. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, uh, uh. The book stops with me. Yeah, the book stops with me, introvert or not. Come on, girl. We about to have these conversations. Yeah, because I now I'm walking in so much freedom, so, so much healness, healing. Yes. This is what wholeness, you know, wholeness. Yeah. That's it's it's a completely different feeling to just get rid of that condemnation not live up under yeah. that that's what the enemy wants us to do that's what he wants and that is a that's a perfect segue because there while i was looking up drought um and i will have to give you the website the website is uh, um it was oh i'm at miriam so never mind y'all will find out later <laughs> so when i was looking up drought uh, the website was like a drought is caused by drier than normal conditions that can eventually lead to water supply problems. Now, you would think the reverse, you know, if you're having a, a drought season within yourself that you have to isolate, that you have to contain yourself away. But the reality is the more you seclude yourself, the more open you are to getting water from the wrong places. Ooh. You isolate yourself, and now you get a little taste of some thirst. You got somebody thirst trapping, like, hey, I got you over here, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, you looking for a little quenching? <laughs> I got you. Got a little drip for you. And the next thing you know, you're getting filled in a way that you probably should. Yes. Not probably. A way you should not be. Yes. All because there wasn't a, a whole access to being able to free yourself in that area. That's right. a word right there. Yeah, that's, that's whatever that website was. We'll call it water supply dot something. That's a whole <laughs> word. That's a whole word. And I just, there's such a lack of community among uh, single women um, in Christ who are who are trying. We are all striving, yeah. you know, in this thing. And I was just like, we got to find out how to bring community back. I think yeah. it'll be so beneficial to the body. Yeah. You know, um, healthier singles. Yes. Because, <laughs> look, I was going to say, but but wait, Candace, aren't there groups out there? Aren't there women's ministries out there? And the thing is, there are. There are. And we will shout them out. The ones that are out there. The problem that we're talking about, y'all, is the honesty. Yes. The true yes. openness, the yes. wisdom where you can call somebody up and say, hey, look, I'm really struggling. And it won't be a question of, oh, well, I mean, 
one time is okay. Yo, people will say that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> help, help us. Help us. People will say, I mean, you can repent. Lord. You feel with the Holy Ghost, ain't you? Lord. <laughs> Mm. That's that's not support. That is not support. Not the real support that's needed. Yes. Like what the support that I love is I have a friend. She is a therapist and she's also a really good friend of mine. And sometimes when we're talking about stuff that we're struggling with, it looks like can I just get this out? Yes. Even if I'm like, yo, I want to do this, 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 add that, throw that away. <laughs> I wish I could flip it, switch it and reverse it. And th- I want to learn this move, do this thing. Yes. And then at the end of the day be like, I understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I no understand. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You've been working out, your booty getting big. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. (laughs) I would want to take it out on the town, too. Yes. However. And then there's just the however. (laughs) And learning that this is definitely something that is natural and not feeling like I have to hide who I am. But there are so many people who hear that and they're like, (gasps) oh, my God. Absolutely. Like, I can't believe she said that. Thank you. She's supposed to be sex. I can't believe. And it's like, ma'am, are we not? Do you not not? have children? Hello. Can we not talk about that? Come on. (laughs) Come on. It's like, are certain conversations off, off, you know, off topic? Yeah. Yeah. Like like you off limits. When this is something that we all experience, like, let's, let's be real. Stop sugarcoating things when you're having these uh, single ministries, like we need to know how it really is. Yes. How do you? How do we walk this thing out? Yes. What What worked for people who you know have been there? Right. So So we'll know. Yeah. Like I felt like, okay, I got saved, and it was like, okay, now you know. Now you have all the wisdom about. Oh my gosh! <laughs> right. Now you have all the tools in the world. You, yeah. You are good. And honestly, I feel like when you first really get into Christ or even just get into yourself, because there are some people like myself, I had been attending uh, the ministry that I am a proud leader at, Agape Time Ministry, City of Refuge. Shout out. Yes, shout out. Pastors Dylan. Okay, I love Uh, y'all. So when I started attending and really like applying myself, I still wasn't applying myself. Mm. So there was about, I'll say, three to five years that I was just there, but I didn't realize it because I wasn't being myself. Mm. I would have these feelings, emotions, desires, and then I'm thinking because I now give my life to Christ, like that's a, a an in, instant access code to perfection. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yes, forget the fact that you you successfully were living with your boyfriend, abstaining, mm. okay? Lord, I don't know how. No, I mean not at first. Okay, hold on. Like, let's back it on up. Not at first. All right. It wasn't until that real conviction set in. Like, don't touch me. Okay. (laughs) You sleep at the other end of the bed. (laughs) Go to your mom's house. (laughs) Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Let's pray before bed. Maybe that'll make me more convicted. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like little stuff like that. And then for like years at a time, then when I started to be able to fully accept the responsibility of being a disciple, then it's like, okay, 
now I see the error of my ways. I wasn't really being myself because of the condemnation. I'm going to be looked at funny because I go to church and I'm still up here flicking through channels. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? But then that brings me to another point. Boundaries. Let's talk about Mm. it. Let's talk about it. So for me, obviously, dating when I wasn't saved, completely different for me now. Right. And I honestly had to relearn those boundaries. Mm-hmm. And again, there I didn't have anyone in my life to talk to me about some of their experiences um, and maybe some things to look for. So that was definitely a struggle bus period for me, like relearning those boundaries, because honestly, I was used to being in a relationship and being intimate, you know, being sexual with that individual. And now I'm not. So it's like, what do we do? How do you you show that you like somebody? It was like, I was confused. Like, okay, what I don't, what's okay. What's not okay. Okay. What uh, it, it was, it, it was a challenge. Yeah. And honestly, it was some trial and error. And um, in in the whole dating process, God began to show me some things, you know, that was still within me that were laying dormant. Right. Um, he began to reveal those things for me. So I believe that uh, some of those relationship dating uh, things that I went through were for revelation (laughs) so that he could work on those areas where I thought I was good it's like I I appreciate the suffering you know what I'm saying now I do because I'm reaping the benefits (laughs) look I don't know because it for me I had to realize that the anointing that I was um, building inside me is attractive yes the moment you have an edge about yourself and you're like no I'm not gonna accept this I'm not this isn't good enough for you kissing and tugging and smacking my booty and all no that ain't it that ain't it and I'm not for it but that's normal for other people they're yeah. like oh the way i'm gonna show you that i like you is to show you by showing you the sexual parts that mm-hmm. i fancy about you but then when you allow yourself to have those boundaries and say no we're not going to do this i'm not going to allow this it even allows you to see like you said the stuff about yourself so when I, I remember the first person that I actually legitimately started talking to when I was for real abstaining and I realized oh wow though we're not having sex I am making you literally my everything like after work I'm staying hours after work coming to church late because I just like googly eyed talking to you standing in the garage for hours like three hours And it wasn't sex, but it still was an absence that I had. Mm. And it allowed him to fill that dry area because now it's not sex, but it's conversation. You know what? It's attention. I'm so glad you said that because I learned. I didn't know this. I was so concerned about abstaining and not uh, having sex with someone that I didn't realize that we also have to be careful of being emotionally attached. Like... That's, that tie was literally just as strong as if I would have had um, sex. Yeah. I was like, Lord, what is this? So that's what I mean about learning. You know, I, I wish I had someone to, like, talk to me about that. Yeah. Because I was like, this 
when it didn't work out, it felt like a divorce. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh gosh. Talk about it, because when this particular young man, um, so he ended up um, moving out of town, but I, I knew it was coming because someone at my church, and this is why it's important to have these good relationships. So the woman was married, um, and she ended up saying, hey, I had a dream about you where this man, he took you and he threw you over your shoulder and care over his shoulder and carried you out of the church mm. and you were kicking and screaming and then a couple other people left with you. So I'm like, whoa, right. like, wait a second. But the more that it's the, you know, relationship was like ending, the more I realized like, oh, I was attached to you. Yes. It wasn't even that we were, we weren't even in a relationship. <laughs> That's the worst part. You know, those situationships, got, you gotta be careful. I, we just ignore so many, and again, trial and error, cause right. I, right. I, me included, ignore so many uh, red flags. You know, I don't know if it's infatuation of this is a this is this this is a man of God or yeah. what potential marriage or what, but I had to learn those you know those things those signs yeah. those emotional boundaries that needed to be in place yeah. um, when you're getting to know someone. It's 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 crazy out here. It is, <laughs> and like in the part that I'm, I feel so blessed now. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for having a covering that was open because. Yeah. Um, our pastor, one of our pastors, Pastor Pamela Kate Tillen, she would talk about her single, her singleness season, yeah. and she was married first, then divorced, and then single for twelve years before getting married. Jeez. So she would talk about those hot nights. Yes. You know what I'm saying? She would talk about the things that that weren't just sexual, yes. but she would talk. She told us about how specifically um, the Lord had her walk her ex's clothes out of the house. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I l literally had a similar experience. I had to get rid of. He had bought me like this really nice coat. Girl, purse. don't let it be the <laughs> stuff you like. Look, okay. stuff I was still using. Yes. And, and God had just kept dealing with me and kept dealing with me. Like, I literally had to remove those things outside of the house to the community dumpster. I couldn't keep anything that was tying me to him. Now, I mean, I had to block the numbers. Come on. Everything. I had to delete them I'm because, trying. you know, we don't know people's numbers by heart now. <laughs> so I had to delete it. I didn't know his number by heart. Delete and block. I mean, I had to do all of those things because, you know, the enemy, he'll come back, you know, two, two weeks, two months, a year. He, come on now. Look, trying to see if, if that door is still cracked. Yeah. Can he slither through with them? Hey, how you doing? I'm just, just checking, checking in. You know what? Listen, I got one of those texts. I blocked that number so quickly. Like, mm -mm. hold up. How you get this? Who mm -mm. let you in? Who don't, sent you? Don't check in with me, sir. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't need nothing I'm with you I'm blessed guys. and highly favored. Good Thank day. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, goodbye. All right. You can like my page, though, waiting now. <laughs> Look, I don't even want the like. Listen. Look, hold up. You can see what I'm really about. Go go to my website, okay? Purchase my book, okay? Send it to Yomi. Do something. Make yourself useful. Get out of my face, though. Yes. But that's the thing. People are afraid to be ruthless about their purity. That is, that is so true. Look, let me tell you. There was this nice, awesome gentleman. Shout out to Bio. But at the beginning, I was like, look, this ain't going to work. Mm -hmm. 
You like, got to know when it ain't going to work. This ain't going to work because sometimes when you are learning your confidence and you're learning yourself, yeah. you have to, that's your first test. Are you willing to accept anything mm. or are you going to stand your ground? And you can't be afraid to test people gangsta either. Right. Hey, this isn't working and I'm out of here. Good it day. Was, it was very nice to meet you. All is well. You have a wonderful time, wonderful life. I wish you the best. I wish you the absolute <laughs> best, okay? I'm good, love. Enjoy. No, but how about I, I was dating someone, right? And people would, and I, you, anytime I am dating, I'm like, God, let me see who this person is. Is this from you? What is it? Because sometimes it's, it's a test or it's something you don't even need to be. Um, messing with period so I was just in prayer always and um, you know people will show you their best version of themselves the representative yeah and it's like they'll they'll, when they feel like oh this this a church girl whatever um, all of a sudden now they have this deep relationship with God and all of these uh, things. I'm sick of those <laughs> copy paste. No. Listen, and then come to find out, like, oh, I didn't realize you were for real. You were for real that we weren't go have sex, and you was for real into God. And oh, I was yeah. like, yeah. But you know how how we. I'm going to say we because I have done that before when I was in and out Mm -hmm. in the beginning. The truth, truth. Yeah. Um, How we would lead with that, but then not follow through. And that's the thing. Mm -hmm. But it made it for me. It made it so much easier to stand my ground when I knew my worth originally. It takes sometimes it takes a hot second for you to really like for you to realize it and then believe. Yes. It's one thing to be told, but it's another thing to tell yourself. Yes. You know, it's another thing to be like, you know what? Actually, uh, I'm good. Exactly. I really don't. Because if you think about it, y'all, this is what this is what got me. I was sick of feeling like um, an option to be used. Like, hold up. You're trying to tell me I'm not good enough, one, to take out in public. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm not good enough to know your feelings mm-hmm. or your plans for your own life or for you to accept or understand mine. Mm. But you want the most intimate. You want our bodies to connect Ooh. in the most private way possible. But I can't even know what you think about my Lord and Savior. Hello. We can't pray. We can't worship. Hold on. They, they might pray with you. Uh, to, no. To get, no, I ain't talking about that. <laughs> uh, you can go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. you can start it. <laughs> That's it? That's and it. then I wait, and you're like, excuse me? You ain't going to add nothing to this? That's so we riding on me. Okay. And that's the problem. And I had to, I had to learn that as well. Because first of all, are we equally yoked? Uh, Second of all, can you, can you lead me? Like, what is your relationship with God? What does that look like? That's what I'm attracted to. Cause that's go, that's going to show me how you're going to treat me. But because I, I came from a place where I was struggling with a low self-esteem, yeah. um, no identity. Yeah. 
You know, so of course I was just picking up. Allowing anything. Anything. You know? Any old thing. Any. You tell me I look good twice in a day. Okay. Any old thing. Got blushing. Hey, did I tell you you look really good today? <laughs> yeah, you did, but I can hear it again. <laughs> no, that's not good enough. For no. me, it was really important. Um, as I opened myself up to allow the idea of someone, um, when the wrong ones came around, it was so easy because yeah. I had been with me for so long. I'm like, God didn't led me through so much. And you come in... In telling me the opposite of what mm-hmm. his plan is? Come on now. <sighs> what them fruits looking like? Sir, mm. please just please just do not pass go. Yes. Do not accept two hundred dollars. I just need you to exit stage left. Exactly. Because after you've been through some things, I was telling my friend this. The thing that I think some people have to get while single is Get an experience with God by yourself. Oh, Get a level of expectation with God by yourself. That way, nobody can just come in and show you any old thing and you're impressed. Like, no, actually, the Lord covered me for nine months without a job, helped me with my own business, and allowed me to see fruit in ways I didn't know. You taking me to Red Lobster three times a month ain't enough. It ain't. You fill my gas tank. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Like, what else? Like, he's giving me substantial blessings that are supernatural, and this little natural stuff ain't going to do it. Mm -mm. And it it, it just brings me back to, as a single woman, I had to shift my focus off of wanting to be married, Mm -hmm. wanting to have, you know, kids. I had to shift my focus off of that. It will literally consume you. My focus had to shift towards this cultivating this relationship with God, getting to know myself, my own identity in Christ. And really that's how I um, started progressing towards wholeness. You know, I, it was, I had to stop that. Oh, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Jamaica when I get married. No, honey, I'm I'm going to give me a girlfriend, me and my little girlfriends, we going to Jamaica and we're going to have a good time. It's a girl's trip. We, I had to learn, I can't stop living life waiting on something that should not be my focus because then it turns into an idol. Come on. Listen, come on now. And that is so common. And we have to talk about it because it creeped up on me. It was never yeah. my intention to make marriage an idol. That idea, that was, of course, never anyone's intention. But that's exactly what happens when our focus is on the wrong thing. Yeah, and then we're not talking about we're not talking about the real issues that we have. Yes. So then all we're doing is waiting for marriage. Like I can't wait to get married so I can have sex. I can't wait to marry. Yes. To I get married so I can do this. But it's like, wait a minute. There's so much life to live before that, and also there is a wholeness and a peace you can have yes. while never mm. having any type of sexual encounter and the thing is I learned during my um during this season of just waiting that it was the wholeness and the intimacy that I was looking for and learning that intimacy is more than sex yes you know and then I learned that while not having it thanks 
like I'll be and the thing was like I would be sitting at home and I'll get home and I'll be so frustrated like oh my god I want to be married I want to do this blah blah like sitting in my floor pouting literally like a little kid and then I realized oh wow God just in my worshiping to the Lord like that's what I wanted I wanted that closeness yeah. I wanted that intimacy I wanted that depth and yeah. so realizing that it's not the sex that I want it's the intimacy yeah i want to be connected to something deeper than just this everyday situation i got going on absolutely and it changed things wow that's definitely powerful powerful yes and out of that you learn to enjoy where you are in life enjoy yourself and um the lady that I, I talked to and, and confide in, we were also talking about, like, if I want to go out of town Saturday, I get up and go. Bye. That's 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 a benefit of this single season. You know, I'm reaping and enjoying all of my benefits. Oh, yes. Until God says, hey, daughter, it's time for the shift. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm out here. I am. There's a, there's a reel where these amazing women, and I believe they're all single, they have, like, this African garb on. And there's this song in the background that's playing, the streets are calling my name. Oh. I'm going to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and as a single person, go to the streets, yes. okay? Healthily. Yes. Go to the streets. Don't be like, crazy, y'all. Exactly. There's so much out here that you can do when you're single. Single. And it's just shifting that focus and not making, like you said, the idol of partnership become mm-hmm. your consuming life. Because the the beautiful thing, if we look at the Bible, open your books, to, open your Bibles to, open it. to Genesis. Okay, <laughs> so when Adam was working by himself mm-hmm. and then he needed a helper because he needed some help with the work he was already doing. Uh-huh. So how can you have a helpmate if you ain't doing nothing that requires help? Mm. Come on. Now, that's that's two words right there. Come on. Help and meet. What are they meeting or helping if you ain't got nothing to help? Uh, Come on. Yes. But that was the one thing that encouraged me. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to put my focus on my businesses. Yep. I can't, if I'm trying to be flued out and trying to do all of this, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Trying to get flued out. (laughs) How can I focus on the mission that God has? And also, how can he trust me? Yes. With someone's life, if I'm not stewarding the one he already gave me. Facts. And I definitely, for me, it's like, okay, let me get busy. Yeah. Let me get busy because I also want to add value to someone's life and not be, not take from them. Not try to want to get married to take from someone right. else. But truly add value to their life and vice yes. versa. Yes. That's why I'm like, hold on. Uh, uh, this this not, yeah. We not... This ain't equally yoked. We write books over here, sir. We Come help on people now. get free. Come you on now. Me? We have an entire series, okay, that launched April 10th, okay, on, on all platforms like Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, okay? Yes. Titled Waiting Now What? You Waiting heard? Okay. <laughs> this was such an exciting conversation. Yes. I am so grateful for us connecting um, because it was so timely. Absolutely. Absolutely. And shout out to Motivational Dre for yes. connecting the two of us. You are the greatest. Yes, the real MVP. 
Yeah, you're the real MVP, okay? When she's on uh, the NAACP Image Awards in a couple Come years, on. you know what I'm saying? You'll get a little shout out. <laughs> but you all, thank you so, so, so very much for tuning into this episode. It's a sex drought. We hope you were encouraged. We hope your thirst is quenched. And if it wasn't entirely quenched, it may be that you need to do some internal work and figure out what you need to do to get to a place of wholeness and healing and peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.